0: A wise man once said that a myth is a truth wrapped in a lie. Is Sonny being fact, fiction, or some strange mix of both? Perhaps the crime of cannibalism is so viscerally horrific that society is not able to truly deal with it on a mental level, and is forced to mythologize the heinous deed. Ask yourself, at what level of cannibalistic terror would you mentally break? Y'all listening to Old Timey Crimey, crimes from the golden age of yesteryear. Now, here's your hosts, Christy and Scott.
1: Hey, welcome back to Old Timey Crimey. I'm Christy.
0: I'm Old Timey Sleepy. <laughs> I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, and I want sleep. I love sleep. I don't understand at what point. By the way, I'm Scott. I don't understand at what point of adulthood it went from, I want to stay awake all night. I want to party all night and into every day. And it's like, just a party until a reasonable hour. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I want right now. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. I need a lot more sleep. And uh, but I'm having fun with the, my awake time, most of it at least. Yeah, 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 same here. Yeah,
1: I'm getting into that kind of summer routine that I know I'm going to need to stop. Um, and I already started making plans for it today when I I got up later than I intended, and I was like, ah, "All right, August. I'll start August first, changing my sleep schedule to be something more like what I'll need it to be when when school starts up again." Because I'm I am I am a night owl. I like staying up late. And that's not always, um, those kinds of hours aren't really feasible when you've got office hours and classes and, and all that stuff and, and, and trying to jam-pack everything into the day. That doesn't make
0: sense because your students are probably mostly nine owls.
1: Yes, um, and that does. they definitely like to send me emails at midnight. There you go. But uh, You like it, they like it. But I don't like responding to them at midnight. I this do it sometimes, but it sets a bad precedent. Like... I really should only be available during business hours unless it's some sort of emergency which how many emergencies can they have you'd be surprised <laughs> um but yeah like it's it's they're also night owls, but but they also are much younger than I am, and can survive on two hours of sleep. Where I, um, if, if I were to try two hours of sleep, I would probably end up being uh, featured on an episode of Old Timey Crime in about fifty or sixty years.
0: I'm I'm working right now on three and a half hours sleep in the last thirty six hours. Mm. So, Damn. that's where I'm operating at.
1: Damn.
0: Uh, They had me, and normally I would have gotten a lot more, but my my job had me come in for overtime Mm -hmm. from 10.30 to 12.30 today. It's my day off, but they Uh, had me come in 10.30 to 12.30. I usually work until 6.30 in the morning. So it's a thing where you have one day to kind of shift your sleep schedule over to Mm -hmm. a point where you can accommodate this. And it just doesn't happen. You just lay there on the couch going like, gotta go to sleep, gotta go to sleep, gotta go... No, I'm not going to sleep. Maybe I should just stay awake. <laughs> and then the alarm goes off and you're just like, son of a bitch. Yep. Yeah.
1: Maybe you should eat some people.
0: No! That is the worst advice I've ever gotten Really, if any advice ends with maybe you should eat some people, if you're not trapped in an airplane wreckage on the Andes <laughs> oh. mountains, then then yeah, eat people, yeah then maybe. But if you're not on the Andes, it doesn't really apply.
1: It's so funny that you brought that up because <laughs> I was thinking when we were doing the when I was doing the research for this week, I was like. You know, most of my exposure to cannibalism comes from watching the movie Alive that mm-hmm. you just mentioned several times during my childhood. And then I had a thought. I was like, why did we watch that movie several times during my childhood? Like, why did we watch a movie? Like, it's it's not like necessarily horror. It's it's more like, you know, like suspense can, and, and terror. <laughs> I can
0: give you one better. I grew up one of the few books in my house, in my home, whenever I was growing up was not alive, but was the paperback novel written by another survivor called They Lived on Human Flesh.
1: Ah
0: and it was a black paperback and the front of the book was like a Polaroid photo of the actual crash site and you could see body parts lying around uh. on it. So yeah it's it's one of those deals. Like I remember I remember vividly On the cover of that book, seeing like like some guy just his body straight across, and now I'm like I'm on the internet going like I got
1: I need to find this. (laughs) So yeah, I I think the reasoning for our our repeated rewatches was probably if I'm remembering correctly, I'm not even going to check myself on this, but if I'm remembering correctly, uh, Ethan (laughs) Hawke
0: was in it. See, they I think they had made a movie in the '70s as well. Yeah, we didn't watch
1: that one. We were it was probably Ethan Hawke if I if I have to guess.
0: Yeah, Enrique Hank Lopez. They lived on human flesh. And yeah, there it is. There's the cover of the book.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll have and to put that up on the social media stuff.
0: Yeah, and you can see, like, the body oh, right there in the front. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that
0: was always nice as a as a three year old walking around <laughs> with a copy of They Lived on Human Flesh. No wonder I'm so fucked up. <laughs> right. But no matter how fucked up I will ever get, I will not get Sonny Bean levels of fucked up. That I'm is happy right. To say. It's good to be optimistic.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I'd have to fall pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: This was one hell of a family, and we're running into that thing again where. Um some of the facts are the same from various sources and some of them are different. Mm-hmm. Um there, dates seem to really vary. There's actually kind of kind of this thing
0: of did this actually happen?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I have some some stuff to get into uh once we finish the actual legend or story or whatever you want to call it depends on your point of view um that that could discuss at least some of the elements of whether it happened or you know that that could disprove or prove some potential parts of the story right but yeah um various sources okay so Sonny bean uh Sawney is uh kind of a, a little it's a, it's a nickname it's a nickname, nickname for yeah for alexander which is it's kind of a cute nickname yeah, it, was it was it until was until
0: today yeah. oh look at little sonny he's got his father's eyes
1: <laughs> and Get he's eating them <laughs> the Same thought.
0: adam adam's family i love that. <laughs> oh yeah that that's right i forgot all
1: about that um yeah so he was born in east lothian scotland um late 15th century uh, or early 16th century one source said 1300s to 1430 and i was like but that doesn't and then that source later mentioned james the first and i was like that definitely doesn't add up do the math so yeah. so that one i don't believe and um his uh, his dad was a ditch digger and hedge trimmer and <laughs> well you know
0: <laughs> i guess i guess jobs in the 16th century you know, you know it specialist wasn't really <laughs> yeah. a thing so i imagine ditch digger and hedge trimmer was pretty way
1: up there yeah yeah there's a lot of work in that yeah and uh sonny bean he he did uh he did try to get into the family business but he wasn't all about that life
0: (laughs) no 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 i i like to think of myself as lazy i don't (laughs) i don't like to work um but uh no sonny decided Nah, I I I found an easier way to find food. <laughs> yeah. uh, he ran off with his accused witch wife, Agnes Douglas.
1: Yeah, supposedly she conjured demons and sacrificed humans, which yeah <laughs> does seem actually it's one of the rare cases where elements of an accusation of witchcraft actually kind of seems true. Possibly. (laughs) This is
0: possibly. The whole sacrificing of human things? I don't know about the conjuring of demons.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't know about that. Don't know about that.
0: Um, I don't know. There's an argument could be made. Well, we'll get into that later. There's an argument could be made that she squirted a few demons out of her vagina. (laughs) But... certainly could. I've dated a few women who I could say their vagina was the portal to hell. But... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh god. So, you, yeah, they you all know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh they uh, they moved to Arshar I'm I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. I'm absolutely positive. And um they they found a cave, Benane Cave, uh, and it had a lot of tunnels. It was it was pretty deep, lots of different passages. Great spot for a growing family. Here we have this 5 bedroom, 4 bath cave. <laughs>
0: I think there it's more than four bathrooms. Really anywhere in a <laughs> anywhere. cave is a bathroom.
1: <laughs> and it only floods twice a day. <laughs> of course.
0: Of course.
1: It's a, it's 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 a prime real estate location. Um so, you know, uh this this I could see on HGTV. Any any HGTV show they could, you know, flip it or fix it or whatever the hell any of them are called I have actually seen love some... it or leave it there yeah we
0: there we go I have actually love it or seen list it. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually seen some pretty nice caves honestly there have been people who've taken up residence in caves and they're they're pretty nice mm-hmm. um, the the hellfire club actually springs almost immediately to mind in england one of the hellfire clubs is in the catacombs and it's quite nicely decorated oh. there was you a don't... What's that?
1: You don't hear quite nicely decorated for hellfire for club. hellfire yeah. clubs and caves.
0: There was a cult in, I believe, Italy who carved out the inside of a mountain secretly. <laughs> well, and it was quite beautiful. It, it was it's stunning, and they're not quite certain how they did it. And it's weird because the cult is still around.
1: Oh well, still around yeah. to answer questions. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. In fact, they're letting people tour the caves. Oh, cool. I think it's sort Italy. Of.
1: I would be worried. <laughs> I would be worried going on that tour. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you have to be careful with with, you know, the literature that you get. Yes. Yes, but absolutely. No, and so yeah, caves decorated nicely, the beans didn't do that.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I guess it depends on your taste, but this this the, the way they decorated probably wasn't Wasn't really fit for most people's uh, most people's tastes. So uh, in tastes in more ways than one. Yes, trademark the taste. (laughs) taste. Trademark.
0: (laughs) Where do you get food? Where do you get food for a growing family? Because they did have eight sons and six daughters, Mm -hmm. and then the eight sons fucked the six daughters, (laughs) and they had eighteen grandsons and fourteen granddaughters, and I'm sure there was some fucking going on there too.
1: Yes, yes, and also there seemed to be some fucking between the the daughters and and the parents, and probably the sons and the mom, and just probably all the around
0: sons and the father. I mean, <laughs> once you start doing that, you know, you know,
1: you've pretty much blurred the line fairly well. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying homosexuality is wrong. I'm saying incestual homosexuality is wrong. Absolutely, yeah. I think
1: that we as a society can can go along with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's one place where you're not going to get a whole lot of argument.
0: I don't know X videos. It's been getting creepy. I just want to find regular porn again, Christy. <laughs> like, everything is like, me and not my sister. Oh, in the, oh.
1: That's, no, bad. I have
0: to turn the volume down on a lot of porn. Oh, anymore. God.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, he actually originally, it seems like he wanted to um, use robbery of, of passing by travelers mm-hmm. as his main method of getting money um ambushing ambushing them and um but you know you you could get caught but if you kill them then you have a much less chance of getting caught
0: killing is wrong christy
1: killing is wrong
0: killing is wrong christy you
1: know what's even more wrong eating the bodies yeah even less of a chance although i guess no matter what once they're dead there, you know, dead men tell no tales, but cannibalized men, um, you know, there there might be a rumble in your tummy, yeah. or a little indigestion, or something. Oh, I'm grossing myself out. <laughs> ah. <Ew. laughs>
0: I wonder how long it takes the human digestive system to get used to human flesh.
1: Ooh, I don't even want to think about that. Well, there's
0: there's all sorts of diseases that you can get too. There's uh, hmm. there's a prion disease. Uh, it's actually called Critzfield Jakobs disease. Okay, I've heard and the that. The only way, it, it kind of mimics Parkinson's, but it's definitely not Parkinson's. The only way to get Critzfield Jakobs is the consumption of human flesh. Oh, well. That's it. That's it. So if you've got Critzfield Jakobs, you maybe shouldn't go to that diner anymore. <laughs> you know, the one that has the wonderful ham salad sandwiches? Oh, they're fantastic.
1: And you just ruined ham salad for me.
0: I found a tooth. Oh, so, this pig! Somebody put a gold filling in its tooth. How weird is that?
1: Why would Why would you do dentistry on a pig? That's That's very strange. It's odd. Oh, this is gonna be the episode that makes me throw up, isn't it? <laughs> we finally we, we found it. We found the line for for my gag reflex. Oh, and it gets so much worse. <laughs> and my nausea, it really does. Yeah. So as we said, fourteen. Um, uh, baby beans eight sons six daughters and then uh, 18 grand son beans and 14 granddaughter beans and also ruining beans just, just let's just start a list keep a tally of things that are being ruined
0: Mr. Bean his <laughs> wonderful little car that he drives around <laughs> yeah. you often wonder why he was weird
1: should we just mess with people and call Sonny Bean Mr. Bean throughout the rest of the episode? I
0: don't think Rowan Atkinson would like that. I don't think he would either.
1: You're right. You're right. Let's let's not, uh, let's set, not upset Mr. Atkinson.
0: You do not want to get on the wrong side of Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> yeah. he, he does he,
1: seem like a very threatening yeah, man. He
0: broke a dude's kneecaps for just sneezing in his general vicinity.
1: <laughs> All could right. or
0: could not be true.
1: We'll stay on his good side then. <laughs> so... This is generation of generation, and they're all, you know, you you learn what your parents teach you. Your your normal depends on what's normal in your household growing up, and... I don't know if you had a similar, any similar experiences, but I know that growing up, um, my dad, he was on the road a lot. He Mm -hmm. worked for an oil company. He'd be gone like five, seven days at a time. Sometimes he'd just come on one of the weekends. It really depended on the workload, but he generally had to stay put where he was. So I was used to just seeing my dad one or two days a week, if that.
0: The same. There we go. My dad, my dad worked what was called cat eye shift. Mm -hmm. We call it night shift now. Yeah. So by the time I went to bed... You know, dad would, dad would still be working, come home like six in the morning and go to sleep. So I really wouldn't see my dad a lot, you know, and he would sleep all day and then go off to work again.
1: And then, so it was weird for me when I got to the age of going to parent or like friend's houses for sleepovers. And I'd be like, oh... Some people's dads are around yeah. more. Well,
0: not only that. Oh, some people's you know grandfathers look like my dad because my dad was thirty years older than my mom.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. So there was there was that too.
1: Yeah. So you you don't question your normal until you're exposed. To something outside of your home and if you're living in a cave and never leaving that home these kids just grew up thinking this was normal yeah which is pretty fucking horrifying this was this was just their their life and the way they lived and they probably assumed that this was this was it for everybody
0: you know and here's the weird thing though in that abnormality there were weird periods of normality yeah because you know well, what I grew up I grew up in a farming community. What do you do with the apples that you can't eat off the tree? You you can them. What do you do with the cucumbers? You pickle them. Mm-hmm. What do you do with all these legs, the human legs that we have laying around from our last dinner? We pickle them. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. It was like, oh, we'll pickle these human human organs in barrels to eat later.
1: And then sometimes they would just not pickle them. Or they would preserve them, but then they just let them wash ashore. Um, Make it look like animal attacks. Exactly, exactly. Kind of trying to freak people out and make them avoid, you know, like the area. People who had lived around there and would be able to detect a pattern. But passing by travelers Mm -hmm. don't know that they just, you know, there was a, a human arm found on the nearby beach. Which, if anything will ruin a day at the beach... That'll do it, man.
0: Yeah, the cannibalistic inbred hillbillies that live in the cave. <laughs> yeah. Ruin days at the beach. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Among many, many other <laughs> depravities. <laughs> yes. Many horrible things. So... Yeah. um, There were there were missing persons lists kind of like generated when when people started going missing and being reported. Of course, with travelers, you have less of a chance of their actual location where they went missing, especially during these times. And we were talking about like, you know, fifteen
0: hundreds, sixteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if you have that happening, you have far less of a chance of any accurate reports being made, Um, probably not searching the right area. Uh, so one search, um, did notice the cave on, on, on one, you know, go around of the, Hey, people are missing. Let's go check things out.
0: Yeah. But the dude walks in and smells it and goes, Oh God, humans can't live here. (laughs) This is horrible. And look, it floods twice a day.
1: Yeah. Who would live here? What kind Mm. of depraved human being would live here? And that's the weird thing.
0: They were completely unaware that the beans were living in there because the beans were nocturnal.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah they were
0: they were very much
1: i mean nighttime is you know the best time for for depraved acts and murder and everything so you may as well just you know, I, I said i was a night owl earlier people are questioning a lot of things about me right now i'm a
0: night owl too i'm a depraved motherfucker yeah
1: we have a true crime podcast it's kind of part of the deal <laughs>
0: so uh, but i'm not so depraved that i watch incest porn regular porn for me thank you there you go there, there you go
1: everybody's got a line mm-hmm. that's a good line to that's have. a
0: really great line to have I'm proud
1: of you oh, <laughs> pat on the back you. thank you so so yeah they they um never really searched the cave and so of course as we've seen in, in many other cases when you have abnormal things happening lots of people going missing no real answers forthcoming you get rumors, and in, in, in especially in small towns. Small towns love their rumors. Oh yes, a lot of innkeepers
0: were lynched.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, poor innkeepers. He runs a motel.
0: Kill him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they just assumed that just because it was travelers going missing. I mean, I guess it's not a huge logic leap to take. Like travelers, where do most what's what's a common theme among travelers? They go to inns. Mm-hmm. Um so so yeah, they uh, they were accused of uh but I, trust and that, killing them.
0: I trust the Bender family over there. Those Benders <laughs> are fine. See episode something something, the bloody benders.
1: Yes. We go into that whole thing. Uh pretty deeply
0: now others this is where it gets beautifully weird the more superstitious amongst the 16th century people oh
1: yes this is a fun one
0: is everybody
1: pretty much yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah the entire population yeah
0: they believed that some of the people were being killed by these mythological creatures called red caps
1: ah the red caps
0: Redcaps were goblins that lived in castles with bloody histories. Redcaps were these ghoulish little cannibalistic, I guess it's really not cannibalism, it's just a... a If they're
1: demons, they're not eating demons, they're eating people.
0: exactly.
1: So So, creatures of prey, supernatural creatures of prey. So, how do
0: you know if what's attacking you is a redcap? This is very important. Okay. So, is it short? Then it may be a redcap. Is it thick set? So far, we're describing me. (laughs) (laughs) Might be a red cap.
1: Christy inches away.
0: (laughs) Long hair. Oh, thank God. Scott's Scott's Uh, out of red cap territory. I was just going
1: to say, I'll be over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Long teeth.
1: Skinny fingers. Uh, uh, Now we're describing me.
0: Yeah. Large red eyes. I haven't haven't slept a lot, so I think... My my left
1: eye is kind of bothering me. It it, it could be a little red.
0: (laughs) Both red caps. Talons. Now, here's the two that get me. I've got
1: nails, not talons. Uh, I could do a little damage. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Me too. Here's the ones that get me. Iron boots. Every red cap wears iron boots. Mm -hmm. I guess they just never take their boots off. Right? And does it have a pike staff in its left hand? That's very specific. Exactly. If it's got a pike staff in its right hand... It's not a red cap. Has to be over in the left hand. And their caps are red because they dip them in the blood of their victims. Muhaha. And we all mm-hmm. know dried blood is brown. So this is just bullshit.
1: <laughs> but I wonder if that left hand thing is related to the whole idea, you know, how they used to like. It's sinister.
0: T- yes, yeah. yes. They
1: used to like to make left handed people like tie their left hand behind their, their back and make them learn to write and everything with their right hand.
0: Right. Because the actual word sinister doesn't come from anything evil it's actually the old term for the left yeah yeah it's
1: so weird
0: (laughs) which i'm sure rush limbaugh just is giddy over if he would ever discover that fact
1: it also probably comes from sin wouldn't you think
0: well there was an old there was an old uh legend that the right half of your body belonged to god the left half belonged to Satan.
1: Oh, well, naturally.
0: And a lot of old Satanists, uh, back in the days whenever there was like, like very, very real Satanists. We're not talking like the fun Satanists we have today. Like
1: Oh, the fun, yeah, yeah. There, there are fun there are, Satanists. Yeah, you're right, you're right. There, there are fun Satanists. They do some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I've got no problem with the Satanic Church, none whatsoever.
1: And and different branches of it do a lot of work to um, like work towards the, um, oh. oh God, the... Separation of church and state. Yeah.
0: There's actually, they actually do a lot of work for women's shelters and food drives, believe it or not. So I've got no problem with Satanists. Um, you know what? I've never heard of, in modern times at least, of the huge problem of child molestation in the Satanic church.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: So I've got no problem with them. But the old time. Lucifer-worshipping, devil-worshippers, whenever they would do a sacrifice, they would actually drip wax into the right eye before they did the sacrifice so ah, it would seal the soul in. And okay. the devil would get his half, but God wouldn't get theirs.
1: Wow, that's some thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody sat there and was like, you know what we need to do we yeah. need to make sure that God doesn't get his part of the soul. He doesn't get his share. So let's let's crowdsource this. Any ideas? Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Bobby, what have you got?
0: Bobby, Jesus Christ. His his dad's a candle maker. He's just trying to drum up business. <laughs> Does anybody have any better ideas? No? No
1: one? Come God. on, guys. God damn it, Bobby.
0: Okay, fine.
1: I mean Satan, damn it, Bobby. But we're
0: buying we're buying we're buying our candles from Ducket General. <laughs> you're yeah, getting them from your father.
1: Um yeah, you're um it's uh, I went to Edom online, which okay. is a great source for uh, etymology if you're uh, a dork who likes knowing the the sources of words. Um early from 15th century prompted by malice or ill will intending to mislead from old French sinistre, sinistra, contrary, false, unfavorable, to the left from Latin mm-hmm. sinister, left on the left side. So uh, perhaps meaning properly the slower or weaker hands. Um, And then, yeah, so uh, it's interesting. The Latin word was used in augury in the sense of unlucky, unfavorable omens. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's really, uh, and there's also some Greek influence there, too. That is, oh, just a little interesting tidbit. We're way off track. Um, That's okay. This was from Greek influence, reflecting the early Greek practice of facing north when observing omens. In general, in genuine Roman auspices, the augurs faced south and left was favorable. Thus, Sinister also retained a secondary sense in Latin of favorable, auspicious, fortunate, lucky.
0: There we go. That
1: is interesting. I say it all... it's be- your etymology for the week. I say Old it Honeycrow. all counts
0: because Agnes was a witch. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Agnes was a witch. This all counts, and just I, we need to make sure that Margaret Murray doesn't steal our time machine <laughs> and goes back there. Ah, eh, let her. It'll be fun to watch her get eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so yeah, these these red caps, and th- this was one of the things they were known for, was catching up the travelers, mm-hmm. um, you know, killing them and then bringing the bodies back home.
0: See, I find it very interesting that almost every culture has like these villainous little people. Yeah. Like the Irish have the leprechauns, um, <clears throat> the native Americans of the northeast have these little creatures called puckwudgies.
1: And then you have like fairies and fae which can, mm. can tend to be depending on, you know, which which cultural aspect you're talking about can tend to be sometimes like vicious and very difficult to deal with
0: yeah the puck were always the ones that interested me because the the native american tribe that believed in them they had like you know how every tribe has their superhero we have batman and spider-man but there was hercules there was perseus jesus oh, yeah. um what have you <laughs> we all have our superhero their Native American superhero, whose name I can't remember, went off to fight the Puckwudgies. Oh, okay. And he fucking lost. That's how <laughs> oh, he God died. damn it. I just find it interesting that that's how he dies. Like midgets. Little wood, <laughs> wood midgets.
1: <laughs> that is very strange. Um, what happy endings? Come on, people. Or at least give me... A- Give me an ambiguous, you know, like a lead into a sequel. There's, Don't just have the good guy dies.
0: There's no fucking happening. This is
1: not Game of Thrones. <laughs> this
0: is old timey crime <laughs> and is there are no good endings.
1: That is true, you're right. So yeah, the the Sonny Bean clan, this family, they would ambush like up to about you know, like, half a dozen or so, I guess was their limit. Um and and, and then basically murder them, drag them back to the cave, cannibalize. Um and this went on for about 25 years. Yeah, that's two and a half decades of people going missing, and in the end, estimated uh, like thousands, basically just over a thousand. <laughs> uh, that's that's a kind a of lot vague of pe- number, but a it's lo- a lot of people.
0: A lot of people turn to poop. Yeah.
1: Oh God. Oh. It gets grosser all it the time. Does. <laughs> it does. It does so the phrase
0: i dumped my girlfriend just
1: changed <laughs> oh, incredibly no. no oh you did not just say that
0: <laughs> i did you
1: did i did you bad absolutely person, did but i'm not a cannibal
0: or an incest porn watcher
1: so. <laughs> lines being drawn everywhere people absolutely so well all uh Bad things must come to an end in this case. All horrible, terrible, disgusting things must come to an end. But but they
0: don't. But they don't. Just,
1: in this it does. It, it just it kind of capped at a thousands or, or or a little over a little over a thousand. It didn't go to two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. I'm it could always have been worse. It's, it was bad. It
0: seems pretty bad and even Even the final outcome of it was pretty bad.
1: Well, yes, yes. But at least people stopped being cannibalized by them. Like, that's... we got to find our silver lining somewhere, Scott. And if it's not people stopped being cannibalized, I don't know what it is. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, silver lining. People stopped being cannibalized. But there was some work to do to get there. Um, So, there was one incident when a man and his wife, um, they were heading back from a fair... And so you had um, two different, from my research, two different, like, groups of the Sawney Bean clan working. It was basically like, okay, we'll get the girl, you get the guy, you yeah. know? You you take husband, we'll take wife. And the the group getting the wife, they had her stripped and disemboweled. Before the other group could manage... <laughs> yeah, pretty instantly. We'll call it Team Blue and Team Red. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining colors, too. Uh,
0: unfortunately, the the man was some sort of weird cross between Teddy Roosevelt, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Ron Swanson. Yes. Yes, he and was something. He holds them off. Holds off a, off a group of about 20 mm-hmm. of the beans with a pistol and a sword.
1: And then eventually just drives his horse into and over the group. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, that's not enough? Fine, I'll use my horse. I'll trample I,
0: you. I want people to realize, though, he held them off with a pistol. Yes. And at first, I had I had to like kind of rearrange my thinking because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, a revolver maybe? No. He's got a little hand musket yes. where it's like he has to put in a pumpkin ball, tamp it down, Make sure there's black powder in there. Cock the flint back and then fire it. And then 30 seconds later, if he's not busy hacking and slashing, mm-hmm. does does it all again if he's able to load it up. Uh, it takes usually about a minute to to reload, to, to do any muzzle loading like that. If you're good, maybe 30 seconds. This guy, his, why does history remember the beans but not this guy's name? And he probably mourned his wife for a good twelve seconds, and, <laughs> and then got back to got it. Back to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. He really, he really did a number um, on the on the clan, and um, so the uh, the Sony Bean. Groups they they retreat, but they they don't take the the mutilated body of the man's wife with them. Right. So it's left there. So here we have the first bit of evidence. See,
0: and luckily for the man, the reason they retreated was a group of about twenty fairgoers. They, yeah, yeah. They came over the hill. and Went what the fuck? Swords get drawn some more. And the beans actually go somewhere in their diseased, fucking, twisted, multi-chromosomal <laughs> minds. They go no. We can't do this. Yeah, this is too much. This is too much. We cannot do this. And they skedaddle off into the woods.
1: Yes. Or the cave. The cave. Yeah, to the cave. Oh, God. I
0: just got, like, the creepiest image in the world. Because the cave would have been flooded at this time. So imagine all these mutant hillbillies diving into the water and like just kind of slithering back up into the cave
1: would it for sure have been flooded i mean it flooded it at at high high tide tide. but we don't know when high tide was and high tide doesn't necessarily last terribly long
0: usually it's like at sunset so if you're coming back from the fair i imagine it'd be just after sunset because i was thinking i was thinking more along the lines of like this isn't gonna be midnight or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're at a fair. They need to get home before it's dark because people have been missing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. it's just oh honey, don't worry, don't worry, I'll be fine.
1: Have another ale. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah, about twenty fair growers fair fair growers. Fair, fair, fair growers. growers. They car, grow fairs. About twenty fair growers. The little known up. bean. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> So about 20 fairgoers come up over the hill, and they see this. And can you just imagine?
1: Seeing that, sh- coming upon that, would yeah. be really something that sticks with you. Oh, yeah. You need some of that good 16th, 15th century uh, therapy. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, you Enjoy
1: your PTSD.
0: You're suffering the shakes. Well, that's obviously from an imbalance of your humors. Put these leech on your genitalia.
1: Either that, or... Which mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he's got the shakes it's the devil burn him that'll cure him <laughs> yeah
1: right burning cures everything absolutely so as
0: we'll find out
1: the husband goes to the chief mas- magistrate i'm gonna do that again the husband goes to the chief magistrate of glasgow and he he lays it all out there all right so this is what happened this is what they did it was horrifying Um, I have all these, look at, look at my witnesses, behold, my witnesses. They are, they are many. Yes. They are plentiful. Um. Look
0: at how they cry and rock themselves (laughs) back and forth.
1: So the magistrate's like, okay, wait. So we've got this big group of people that mutilated and disemboweled your wife and all these people have gone missing. Light bulb moments. Witches. (laughs) They're all witches. Witch is, is witch, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, is actually kind of funny because James the First is about to come into this, and he was big into the witch hunts. Oh yeah,
0: James the was so big into uh, hurting witches that he actually changed the word of God itself. He literally wrote the book. Yes, yes. <laughs> there is a line in the King James version of the Bible that King James changed one word and caused hundreds of deaths. The line is, thou shalt not suffer a poisoner to live. Ha-ha! King James changes it to witch. And I don't think he expected what happened, because no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs>
1: Perfectly done. Thank
0: you. Perfectly very, done. Thank you very kindly.
1: Very well done. Thank I did you. not see that coming, and it was <laughs> of excellent. course you did <laughs> because nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> exactly. So they actually send for as we as we just said King James the first, who would also be. Um, he was actually known eventually as it um, really depends on what time we're talking about which we don't know um, James the sixth and James the first because I was curious about that I was, I was like one article mentioned James the first and another mentioned James the sixth and I was like well, there, there's got to be a big time span between those two but actually he was um, James the sixth of uh, King of Scotland from uh, 1567 and then um, he came into power in England and Ireland in 1603, and he became James I there. So he was the first in England and Ireland, and the sixth James of Scotland. It's kind of funny having two different numbers, but
0: it's kind of like Mad Max because Mad Max, and then the Road Warrior in America, but in in Australia, it's Mad Max and Mad Max too. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> See how I tie that together with Mel Gibson? He's dreamy.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um so yeah, he, uh, he he James is up for this. He's like, all right. So uh, he brings about 400 men, a bunch of bloodhounds. And they have at, at, at the time it was like the biggest manhunt in Scottish history. Yeah. It was I mean, this was they were going hardcore. And those dogs, man, some of those earlier search parties could probably have used some dogs because the dogs were what led them to the cave. They mm-hmm. smelled decaying flesh. How could you Yum.
0: not? hanging from the wall, human remains. Yeah. Pickled barrels filled with human limbs and piles of stolen jewelry
1: and piles of bones because I mean, you can't eat the bones, so you exactly. got to put it somewhere. So put it Put it in bone pile number six. Bone pile number five's getting a little bit full. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the Edinburgh Chainsaw Massacre.
1: This is just continuing the real estate tour. And over yeah. here we have bone pile number six. Well,
0: it's interesting you say real estate tour because you can actually tour the cave today. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you can go in it and, you know, and here's where incest happened. And over here is where incest <laughs> happened. And in this special area, incest and cannibalism <laughs> happened. This is for pooping.
1: <laughs> So, yeah, um, yeah, lots of heirlooms, jewelry. Now, one, the article I was, the first article I read on it, um, said something about piles of watches, and somebody in the comments was like, I love reading the comments Mm -hmm. on this shit, was like, hold up there, no watches, like, I'm not buying into this because you said watches, which if you just take watches out of it, they wouldn't have had any, I mean, they might have had some other possible cause for complaint, but, um, And so I looked into the history of watches, because you never really know...
0: Watches are goddamn old.
1: Yeah, they're old, but not ones that you're going to... like. So um, they evolved from portable, spring-driven clocks. Um, The first time that those were around was around the 15th century in Europe. Pocket watches weren't developed until around the mid-16th century, and they weren't widely worn until the 17th century. I just picture an
0: hourglass with a leather strap.
1: We have... (laughs) You would definitely carry that around for Absolutely. sure, instead of just looking at the sky. Yeah, um, and where is the sun? <laughs> maybe
0: a little, maybe a little sundial on your wrist.
1: Yes, nice. I love it. Very Flintstones. Exactly. So, so yeah, it, that that's definitely. It, maybe there weren't any watches. We have so many different, you know, like questionable aspects of this tale that, like, latching onto that. It's it, it. It seems like that could have just been thrown in there, like, oh, there was jewelry. Well, there probably was watches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. so. Um, and then they even they even decorated. We talked about decor earlier. Well, this was a very unique method of decorating because <sighs> when you have so many victims, like over a thousand, um, and you only have like forty eight people in your clan, you get a lot of clothes, a lot of lot of a lot of, um, of hand me downs that maybe the hand's still in it. Um, and you got to do something with them. That's not enough clothes for everybody to wear. That's too much. So why don't we just decorate the cave? <laughs> so close. Hung up on the walls and covering openings. Yeah, that's creepy and gross.
0: I was afraid you were going someplace else with this.
1: Oh boy, where were you afraid I was going? Well,
0: I do another podcast, and one of uh, one of the guys on the podcast discovered that a a gentleman had a last wish for himself to be turned into a pair of pants. So there are images online you can find of what they call the necro pants. Oh, God and oh, it's gosh. just they they scun his lower half and turn him into a pair of pants.
1: No. And you can
0: you can put coins just into his all, testicles. All
1: it's... all the no and then more no mm-hmm. and then a pile of notes and then a whole bunch of a little bit a little bit of, <laughs> of
0: uh uh-uh uh seeds thrown in there to grow into nopes later on <laughs> yeah. to use later in the winter.
1: In a pocket full of no fucking <laughs> thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> so yes, don't look up the necro pants it will ruin your day. Yes,
1: that's that's pretty horrifying. Also, just a little just a little life pro tip from me to you based on my experience with this Mm -hmm. um twice i made the horrible mistake of trying to research this while eating my lunch don't
0: don't
1: do that oh my god it was so stupid i was like why i I just got to a certain point i think it was the pickled flesh pickled you know arms and legs you can smell
0: the brine
1: yeah right Yeah. yeah And I was like, and no wonder. See, normally when I make my salads, I, I throw like as much stuff as I can in there. really jazz it up. And I like to like throw some olives and some pickles in there. Past couple of days, I've been eschewing the pickles. I've been like, I don't feel like pickles for some reason. Now I know uh, why. I don't,
0: I don't. Well, at least you're not pregnant.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it was pretty, it was a pretty brutal scene that um, they, they came upon. And uh, there was a a brief fight, but when you have like 400-ish searchers and dogs and everything involved, it didn't last long. This is like the end
0: of a horror movie.
1: It really, yeah. Oh, well, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've never seen The Hills Have Eyes, but I've I've read that it's kind of like inspired by this.
0: Yeah. There's, I can see maybe Wrong Turn being inspired Mm. by this. Uh,
1: See, I don't. It, it, this is going to sound really funny coming from somebody who's just spent the last, oh, 35 minutes talking about uh, cannibalism. I'm not into horror movies very much.
0: <laughs> I understand that. I'm, I'm actually not either. I, I've seen some horror films uh, back whenever I was a teenager. I loved them. But I don't know. As I got older, I became more empathetic. And yes. I, I, watched, uh, I watched one of the wrong turn movies and there was this vicious scene where a woman gets beheaded but only like from the the upper set of teeth up
1: <sighs> ah, and that's even
0: worse right
1: i'm going to just grab my pocket full of no fucking thank yous yeah. and hold it yeah
0: <laughs> and that was kind of the last horror movie that i watched that was oh. like a horror horror movie like a bloody slasher gory film um after that it was like more psychological stuff Mm -hmm. maybe it was a little bit of hannibal thrown in there you know and stuff like that but no i get too empathetic with everything it's uh, yeah yeah well
1: here's the thing when i was in grad school i took a a film writing course and uh one of we had to do three shorts throughout so about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. um throughout the the course and they made us pick it was was genre-based so they made us pick our least favorite genre in in films our our favorite genre and then one that we're just kind of like neutral about Mm -hmm. my least favorite genre of the ones available it was horror so that was the first one that i did and i actually sat down and started making a list of like what are things that i'm terrified of what are things that scare the crap out of me well for several years now uh many in our group of friends have said that they were if they were going to cannibalize anybody it would be me and that has stuck with me, and it has frustrated and freaked me out. And so one of the things on that list was cannibalism, and once I got to that on list, I was like, there we go. Mm-hmm. So I wrote my horror uh, short about a, a family of cannibals, and I, a girl and her boyfriend are spending you no know, camping, and he goes missing in the middle of the night. She goes in search of him and finds the family of cannibals, and it actually ended up being pretty fun to write, but there was a point when I was writing it where I was just like, I can't do any more without wine. (laughs) I'm just like standing in the kitchen, like pouring an entire, like a bottle of like all the way up to the top of the glass. And Jackson just comes in and I'm like, no, I wrote things I can't, I can't deal with. I can't, (laughs) I
0: must forget them. My brain is diseased and only alcohol can purify (laughs) it.
1: Yes, exactly. So yeah, so it is, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty horrific. And I can't imagine coming upon this scene. And the, the, the fervor that this, this horror inspired you kinda can't blame them. It's pretty no. bad afterwards, but at the yeah. same time it's like, no, I'm I I might go with this it's, crowd. It's
0: horrible yet understandable. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What I'm, they
0: I'm not saying that the what the crowd did was right. No, not at all. But I'm saying what they did was understandable.
1: Yes. And I get it. I yeah, understand it. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. they they basically they arrested all forty eight members of the clan. They marched them off in chains to Edinburgh. Um, and I, of course, I, Google Maps. Of course. (laughs) I had to.
0: I did it too.
1: (laughs) That's 79 miles, 79 miles, and it's about 26 hours of walking. Um, if you're on, like, modern roads, because Google Maps doesn't generally take you, like, past this cave and (laughs) and through that hollow.
0: (laughs) Now, here's the real trick about arresting a tribe of cannibals. Where do you find handcuffs that'll hold a man who only has three fingers on each hand? But incest
1: oh incest you said can oh, you said cannibals. i did and so i was like i think the they're inc- not eating their own fingers scott i mean that we know of that, yeah
0: <laughs> this was a long time ago yes that, so that's the problem with incestuous cannibals how do you how do you find the proper restraint gear for somebody who's mutated through through family fucking that much?
1: Probably some chains and some ropes. Just, yeah. you know, I don't even know if they had like great handcuffs, manacles, you know. They probably like, had
0: manacles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh god, I just thought of a horrifying thing that it just came back to me. I was once doing some research. this, um,
0: this is digging up all sorts of horrible memories for Christie.
1: This is pretty bad. <laughs> um I was I was on I was I was looking for a certain type of um, like what we, you would use to uh, break into a car back before they had... Slim Jim. Slim Jim, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for for those to describe it in in writing. And I found this site that had adult-sized handcuffs and manacles and child. Oh, fuck. Struck absolute horror into my heart. And I was like, how is it even okay to put those words together and have it on a website and sell it? There's so many different levels where somebody should have stopped those people. Like, Dude, it was it was god awful. If
0: you're gonna do that, at least at least have the couth to go midget sized,
1: or even just small and large, small and large, but still bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, that was terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I brought that into your life and the life of everybody listening. My apologies. <laughs> I should have just kept my trauma to myself for once.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of trauma, all the men in the Sawney family. How do you execute somebody that you really, really hate? Well, you cut off their hands and feet, and their genitals, and then you let them bleed out.
1: And possibly some sources I saw uh, also said disemboweled. Um, uh, I don't know. It I'm, was only in a couple sources. It wasn't most most of them mentioned the hands and the feet and the, and the and the, and the, the genitalia. Yeah. So twenty seven men. See, mm-hmm. I'm kind of
0: wondering. I'm kind of wondering. If because I would see disemboweled often, and I can't let that go because I kind of thought to myself, wait a minute, maybe disemboweled is just a friendly word for we cut his peepee off.
1: Oh, possibly that's oh, that's possible.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> disemboweled. when disemboweled is a family friendly term. Yeah, optimism, yeah. that's pretty bad.
0: And the beans are that bad.
1: Yes, yes, and they made the women watch. So 27 men and then the 21 women are watching. And uh, so Sonny, uh, he shouted his dying words. Uh, would you like to? It isn't over. It's never over. Scott was right. <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sonny, Sonny said it. Um, but none of them showed any remorse. None of them were, 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 were sad or sorry or anything. They were just screaming, you know, uh, cursing at their captors and everything, and, and just basically heckling them. It was pretty, like, ridiculous. And uh, so then after the 21 women watched the 27 men be hacked to pieces and bleed to death, um, they were burned in giant. Fires.
0: Now there are conflicting reports about this. I also yes. read other things where they put gunpowder at the mouth of a cave,
1: mm-hmm. possibly. And, well, not it definitely wasn't the cave. Yeah, because that's still there.
0: Exactly. Well, it was. It was a thing where I don't know if you've ever been in a cave, but I wouldn't suggest bringing any type of fire into a cave yeah that's true because it Smoke. eats up the oxygen yeah so right here gunpowder at the mouth of the cave would oh. be enough to burn the oxygen out so you're not necessarily blowing it up
1: yeah i get it okay I yeah. get it. i get it so
0: it's enough uh and there are there are stories the native americans had these huge beasts that were called Janosqua, and these Janosqua they were essentially bigfoots with armored hides oh that's essentially what they were cool um, and the way that they killed these like eight foot tall red headed giants with six fingers on each hand and a double row of teeth that were cannibals, and the way these Janoska would supposedly wait, kill. Wait,
1: the Janosqua were cannibals?
0: Yeah, the Janosqua Well, they would eat humans.
1: They were man eaters But they then, because they weren't human, were they?
0: They. It was kind of thought that they were a branch of humanity.
1: Okay. All right. So then, then they would. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I get it. They were. I mean, not they were, cool, but yeah, <laughs>
0: definitely not. They were separate from the Sasquatch. Uh, the Sasquatch is just considered another animal in, in Native American lore. But the Janosqua is kind of considered like a branch of humanity. But the way the Janosqua would do, they would they would like pick up the people. They were around 8 to 10 feet tall. Would pick up people, snap their necks, pull the heads off, and then drink the blood on the way back. Oh. Keep a couple of them alive and eat them alive. Uh, in Lovely. parties in caves,
1: delightful. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> and essentially, it got so bad that the Native American tribes, according to the stories, took and put fires at the front of their caves and suffocated them all, and that's what happened to the Janosqua. That's
1: a really good, uh, that's a smart, smart idea to work it. You know, if you, you don't want to go to battle against them because you have a much less, you know, a, a small chance of making it unless right. you have much greater numbers. So yeah, just. Suffocate them. Yeah.
0: yeah, and there are to to the Native American lore credit, there are reports back in the the uh, mid eighteen hundreds to early nineteen hundreds of finding large human skeletons with six fingers. You're bringing so your paranormal
1: podcast over, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I am a little bit.
0: Here's the weird thing, though. It was so generally accepted. Abraham Lincoln mentioned them in one of his speeches. He mentions the giants that gazed upon Niagara Falls in one of his speeches. Huh. So, I hmm. mean, that's how generally accepted it was at that time. Interesting. So, yeah. Honestly, like, what I would do, what I would do in this case, if I had a, a choice between one or two, I would do two. I would honestly do two. It's, it's clean. It's easy. It takes care of the problem but then i'd tell everybody we did one
1: yeah just, yeah that's just a really to good scare point.
0: everybody yeah. so i could see like if this is true if this really did happen i could see it we'll do this but we're going to tell people we did this
1: i can also see the the oral tradition playing a part in this And and how the oral tradition can kind of become like a game of telephone. Mm -hmm. And somebody getting, you know, hearing the story and hearing the gunpowder and and suffocation part and being like, hmm, you know what would be a better ending? (laughs) And then somebody with a really, you know, wild imagination is like, how about if they hacked them all to pieces and then burned the ladies? And how about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, that's what I'll tell my, my kid or that's what I'll tell these people around the campfire. Um, so yeah, I could, I could see it. It just like morphing over time. So yeah, I I tend to believe more of the gunpowder one. Yeah. And also you would think there would be more records if you had like somebody's diary or something. If you had this forced march of 48 people, 79 miles. Yeah. That would seem, it would seem like we would have more, some information somewhere. There would be some, something about King James, but there's nothing in his history.
0: Better to kill them there. And give this outlandish story of how vicious their execution was. Because it's
1: not like they actually, like, they they just basically abandoned the justice system altogether as far as this was concerned. So, like, why drag them all the way to the justice system if you're just going to abandon it when you get there? Like, may as well just do it now.
0: 79 miles then isn't 79 miles today. This may as well have been the Amazon jungle, yeah, being seventy nine miles away.
1: Yeah, that's so, that's days, possibly weeks.
0: Yeah, so saying we marched them seventy nine miles, and then you
1: also have to um, feed them at some point so that they can the very. At least a little bit of food that they may not accept because it's not human flesh. Exactly,
0: I can't change my cat's foods over because they won't <laughs> eat it. Imagine trying to change a cannibal. Here's a piece of broccoli. Ugh. No, they're yeah. not going to eat that. They don't even know what to do with that.
1: Yeah, so like, at least enough sustenance to continue walking for that many days. I don't know if they'd waste the resources either. So yeah, so I I, I think I'm more on the gunpowder side. Now, there may have
0: been survivors. Or at
1: least a survivor or something. Possibly
0: two. Okay, all right. Possibly two. There is a town near the cave, Mm Kelgirvan. And they have a legend that one of the bean daughters left the clan and settled there. And she even planted a a dual tree that became known as the hairy tree. But whenever the beans were found, she was found Mm -hmm. and hung from the tree when her identity became known. And then there's another legend... And this legend, I love. <laughs> I love this one. That a one-year-old daughter, like everybody in their bloodlust went, we, we can't kill a baby.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that'll like that that come up soon, but I was yeah. thinking there had to be some babies in here.
0: Yeah, we can't kill this baby. She doesn't remember. Let's, let's just let her go. And at 12-year-old, she was found guilty of killing and eating a playmate. <laughs> and her last words before execution <laughs> at 12 are... I tell you that if you did but know how pleasant the taste of man's flesh was, none of you would forbear to
1: eat it. <laughs> oh. That's my
0: best 12-year-old girl impersonation. Just,
1: just maybe maybe work on a little. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's there are possible survivors, but both ended up not surviving long. Right. So, um, yeah, in- interesting stories. Probably... Just conflated with stories of, of, you know, people's or children's deaths or something like that. But or again, stories added on because somebody was like, you know, that whole like chopping up the hands and the feet and genitalia and burning the w- mm-hmm. women and everything. I feel like I need a little ambiguity in the ending here, let's add a survivor. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we have. I'm really modern... looking at this from like a, like a, the
0: storyteller's perspective. But well, we also have it in modern times too. We have the Romanovs with Anastasia. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. We love a good survivor from some sort of horrific event. Yeah, we as as human beings, we love it. It gives us even even though these survivors, neither of them came to a good end, it still gives us a little bit of hope that if something really bad happens to everybody around us, something good, like, like we might still be able to survive. Something yeah. like, I think it's some some sort of like core, it strikes some sort of chord with us. Well, it's like
0: Elvis is still alive, Tupac yeah. is somewhere, we JFK's, yeah. We also just
1: don't like a lot of death because it reminds us that everybody dies. Yeah. So if everybody in the Sonny Bean clan dies, it's like, I mean, they're cannibals, but so it, you know, like having one person survive at least for a little while gives us that that hope. Yes, it's... maybe if
0: I just wouldn't have eaten somebody, I'd survive.
1: <laughs> if only. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So, where do you fall on this? Did this really happen? Now, I'm not saying a hundred percent what, but was there a clan of inbred cannibals that birthed the story of Sonny Bean?
1: Okay, I can believe it happening. Uh, as In general, just basically the terms that mm-hmm. you just said. Clan of inbred cannibals. We've, cannibalism has happened. Yes. I mean, it's horrifying, but it's not like we 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 have documented accounts, you know. And... Mostly it's done out of desperation, you know, and, and just, like, the, the absolute, like, end of, of, of your chance of survival. It's your last chance of survival. But, you know, I can see people actually, like, doing it as, I don't want to say a lifestyle because that sounds ridiculous, but a way of life. Yeah. Um, And, like, human beings can be incredibly depraved. So I can believe just the, the general clan, That's but I right. have some issues with the details.
0: There, The details are fucked yeah but the details are kind of interesting because so let's take the story of the three little pigs Mm -hmm. right so we all know the story of the three little pigs you know it's okay this one let's even go with the gory version of the three little pigs sure where the wolf comes in and he blows down the straw house he eats the pig goes over to the wooden house blows it down eats that pig goes to the brick house can't blow it down Tries to climb through the chimney. Pig sets a fire, burns the wolf alive, eats him, and the other two pigs. And that's it. Mm-hmm. The details, muddled though they are, for the Sonny Bean story, are pretty fucking intricate. Mm-hmm.
1: That's this true. is
0: this is a lot more. There's a lot more detail in here than is necessary.
1: But we love to embellish. We, do. we love to add things and. Um, they can only trace it back to chapbooks that were distributed around London. So these were just basically like the most like lurid uh, events, you know, and gossip about nobles and stuff like that. Thy weekly world news. Exactly. Yes. 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 Um. Batboy hath escaped again. (laughs) Two bells, two bells. Ye old inquirer. (laughs) Um, so, uh, these, these chapbooks the first ones that that had the tail in it of Sonny Bean 150 years after the supposed time that this happened. So they describe this thing that happened 150 years ago, which you would think you would want your news to be more recent, but whatever, okay. Um, and but nothing doing, before that.
0: We are doing this podcast. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, the fascination <laughs> of like the old events.
1: It was ye old timey crimey. It was ye
0: old timey crimey. (laughs) I
1: I mean, yeah, and I mean, I love my hypocrisy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: what what are like some of my favorite things to do? I like to go read about UFO crashes that happened back in the forties and sixties. I like to hear about hauntings in London in the eighteen hundreds. I like to hear about like Bigfoot sightings in the in the sixties and fifties. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to happen that much anymore. I guess, yeah, it does, you know. But the old, the old classics are just fun to keep going back to.
1: That is true. That is true. Yeah, I guess I, I rescind my 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 accusation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's 150 years, and nothing before that. You would think at some point in time, there's just such a distance. You would think at some point in time, it would it would be in in the written history. So that that is what one thing that causes me to kind of question. The specifics, especially the specifics. Um, And uh, so here's some of the specifics that I would like to discuss. Okay. Um, The numbers. All right. I did some math. (laughs) Okay. The numbers of the children and grandchildren. All right. So eight sons, just as a refresher, eight sons, six daughters, 18 grandsons, 14 granddaughters. That's a total of... 32 grandchildren and 14 children. Um, and remember our time span here is 25 years. So I did some math that was very like forgiving. All right. Because let's say, all right. So they have, let's say their first child is, um, I, I just decided to just throw a a year in it just for the sake of having a starting point, 1530. Um, and she has, she's the first child. She's born in 1530. Um, and so be, that's the beginning of our 25 year time span. Um, and so she, around the age of, um, Menarche, which is, uh, the, the onset of, you know, uh, menstruation and marks the, the s- s- supposed to mark the time when a woman is fertile. Um, average age around then 15 ish or so, maybe a little bit earlier possibly, but I went with 15. Um, oh, I looked this up.
0: Oh, No, 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 no. i I I just grabbed my tablet.
1: <laughs> I was like, is he double checking my Menarch numbers? I'm not che- double
0: checking your Menarch numbers, but I'm <laughs> did just. Did you
1: Did you wake up thinking you would say that? <laughs> not at all.
0: In fact, Menarch It's first time I've ever said it in my life. Second now. But no, what I'm doing is, like, go ahead and hit your theory, and then sure, I'll explain yeah. what I'm doing here.
1: So these are my forgiving numbers. If um, so this scenario has daughter one being born first, and then second child is daughter two, third child is daughter three, daughter four is the fourth child. So it has the first four children being daughters so as to give more time for them to reproduce. Um, Because you only have 25 years here. That was my issue. So let's say she has um, a baby every year um, up until this ends. Well, she can't start reproducing most likely until about 1545. And we're saying this ends around 1555 if it were to start in 1530. Again, these are imaginary numbers. So that leaves her with 11. And that's not even counting infant mortality and the uh, the chances of actually going to term, which I have numbers for that too. Um, so she can have about 11 children during this time span. Daughter two. Uh, she can have about 10. Daughter three, nine. Daughter four, eight. Um, to get above 30, Two, or to get to 32 um, grandchildren, you need to have daughter four also in their procreating, and that gets you to a total of 38 grandchildren. So if your numbers are very, very forgiving, then you could potentially have this many uh, grandchildren in the mix. However, um, around throughout this time period, and these numbers, because history is so blurry, um and records weren't always kept perfectly, and, you know, like, just, we didn't know as much as we know now. So, these are guesses by historians and such, and, 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 you know, demographics researchers. Pregnancies had about a 50% chance of going to term. Just 50% of actually making it all the way to the end of the pregnancy. And then the most commonly seen number for the infant mortality rate was 30%. So if you do more realistic numbers, and this, this, I was, I was hard on the numbers here. I, I was very strict with this 50% and this 30%. Then you have daughter one, if only 50% of her pregnancies, and I'll, again, this is her just getting pregnant every year, just one pregnancy a year, which I, I, you can't know, you know, <laughs> like she could have a pregnancy that only lasts a few months and then she'd get pregnant again in the same year. So I had to factor that out just because I I can't know. But if, let's say that she has one pregnancy a year, only 50% of those come to term, and of those 50%, only 30%, so one in three, of those children survive infancy. That leaves her having uh, five children, daughter two, uh, five surviving children, daughter two having three surviving children, and daughter three having about two or three surviving children. Where does that leave us? By the time that this 25-year time span ends? Nine or Ten. So the numbers for me, and that, and that that doesn't make me question the whole entire thing, mm-hmm. but definitely makes me question the details because, like those those numbers, which again I was very I, I tried to use as much as I could, and even like even in modern times, okay, you have say the the, the duggers, or duggers, well, whatever the hell you say their name, um, you know the the a million kids and counting mm-hmm. or whatever, um, they started having children in 1988. Had twins twice. I couldn't factor twins in either, just because, again, we don't fucking know mm-hmm. um, to my original numbers. Um, they had uh, 17 over 21 and a half years. So, but that's with modern medical care, and especially like in the past decade or two, we've had a, a much higher focus on um, our infant mortality rates to the detriment of our maternal mortality rates, actually. I read a horrifying long form article on that. Not around this but and they only so pregnancy is only about every 15 months or so
0: see i was actually looking up and thank you porn now i can't look this stuff up (laughs) because the wording is too too intricate is incest and if if there's any psychologists or scientists out there that could tell us please let us know oh
1: absolutely yeah
0: is incest more likely to produce multiple childbirths
1: oh what'd you find
0: lots of twin porn
1: okay (laughs) lots of
0: twin porn thank you not um but yeah yeah because with with incest there's there's all sorts of weird genetic anomalies that happen and that old junk dna gets activated and all this stuff and just Shit that happens that, that doesn't happen. Multi-chromosomal deficiencies. And, and I'm not making fun of anybody that has Down syndrome. Please do not take it that way. But it's Yeah, just, he,
1: he knows that my little sister has yeah, Down syndrome, so he would never do that. Yeah, and it, it's a thing where
0: it's just it's just science that if your sister and your brother fuck, you're going to get one of two things. A horrible mutation... Or a genius,
1: yeah, and those mutations are c- caused by chromosomal, yeah. you know, abnormalities. So, right. and
0: I'm sorry that that whole genius thing—that's in the in the upper 0.1 percent of chances. You're probably going to get some sort of horrible mu- mutation.
1: Well, I think if we want to look to the question of did incest, does incest give you a higher chance of having multiple births? Royalty (laughs) throughout history? Yeah. You don't see too many twins or triplets in there.
0: I I also.
1: I mean, granted, it wasn't always like brother sister. It was frequently, it
0: was more cousins and stuff like that, but. You know how, like, little girls will play with dolls and stuff like that, though. Mm -hmm. There's also a case to be made, though. What if the beans, whenever they would kill a family, Maybe would just let like their little eight year old girl raise one of the raise a baby. I oh mean, yeah. Because
1: okay. there's no right.
0: there's no proof that Poken
1: holes in my theories.
0: I'm just throwing it. No, I it like it. There. I like it. Yeah. It's
1: it's a very it's a very uh creative and, and probably potentially very likely I I I I hate that I have to I'm going to say this, I hate it, but I'm going to say it. You can't get much mean off a baby. That's true. See, I couldn't even say it. True. <laughs> couldn't even say the full And they thing didn't have
0: access to blenders to make a dip.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep, this is the part where I throw up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm, good. I'm not going to eat for a couple weeks, and I'm definitely not going to have any smoothies.
0: There we go. <laughs> oh, God, it's you so You did it horrible. to yourself. I did it to you myself. You did it to yourself. I
1: brought it upon myself. Yeah. I am only myself to blame. Yeah. More beer.
0: <laughs> so, here's the thing, though. The legend of Sonny Bean... And that's what it is. It's a legend. We have no proof. I would be f- terribly fascinated if they did, like, an archaeological dig at the cave. We know where the cave is. Yeah. You would think there'd be some sort of genetic material left over.
1: Absolutely. With all that yeah. killing going on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I couldn't. I did look that up. I couldn't find anything about that. But there is a very true case mm-hmm. called Christy Cleek. Yes. A cleek. A clique is a essentially a long rod with a hook on the end of it. Think um think that like whenever you have a bad act in the vaudeville days and they take yeah, the hook yeah, out yeah. and pull him off the stage. The shepherd's pole yeah. type deal thing. Yeah, that's a clique. So there was one Andrew Christie.
1: He was a butcher in Perth, and in the middle that's not Perth. Australia, we should clarify this. Is, this is also in Scotland. Yeah. I had, yeah. To, I had to click the link on Wikipedia <laughs> when I got to this. I was like, just making sure. Because yeah. I didn't know there was a Perth in Scotland.
0: In the mid-14th century, there was a severe famine. Christie joins a group of scavengers. And one of them died of starvation. And the group pays what I call the intense culinary respect to the body. Oh. And they get the taste. From what I understand... <clears throat> and yes, I did research on this. Human flesh tastes like pork.
1: You've mentioned this before, like yes. calling it long peg. And yeah, you like to gross me out with that every like three or four episodes. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> but yes, it has a very, a very, uh, very intense pork taste to it. I can verify the smell of burning flesh. It's got a bacony smell to it. My brother, whenever he was one year old. Uh, put his hand on a red hot stove and it was bad. It was bad. He's his hand was horrible, horribly burned. Uh, They used silver nitrate on it and bandages and yeah, it, it healed up very nicely. But I will say the entire kitchen smelled like bacon.
1: Oh, you're ruining breakfast again. Yes.
0: So bacon, I mean, come on. And the group gets the taste. Trademark. Old timey crimey. <laughs> um, they ate the horses and the riders. They would pull the rider off with this long hook called a clique. And that's where Christy got the name Christy. Cleek. It's kind of the same it's thing. freaking you know. me out. Yeah. That
1: it's my name. <laughs> Spelled differently, but my so, name. You keep on saying Christy, and I'm like, yes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no no, I didn't, no, no. no,
0: no, no. I don't even have a hook. <laughs> well, crochet hooks, yes.
1: My, my my pocket of no fucking thank yous has become like a suitcase. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just like hauling it along behind me.
0: And they ate, him and Christy and his group ate about 30 men. Yeah. And they were defeated by an armed force. Just like, just like the, uh, I almost said the benders. Just
1: <laughs> just like the beans.
0: Just like the beans. And Christy escapes never to be seen again.
1: Yep. Supposedly, um, came back under a new name and, mm. you know, like had a, a new identity or whatever. But, you know, how did they know? You know, <laughs> like, that's my question about right. that aspect of the story. How did they know? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing with my questions about, you know, the veracity relating to how long, it took for the story to enter the the you know basically the press or whatever. Um, it was around the 18th century when the Bean family tales started coming around. But Christie's stuff, really hating this, um, uh, was about uh, the 15th century onwards. We have documentation of that. So so that that's an interesting aspect of this. So, so yeah, it's, it's very, and then there's also the propaganda angle mm-hmm. because Sonny was, you know, we, we said it's an English or sorry, we said it's a nickname for Alexander. It was also what the English used to kind of, um, uh, basically it was, it was a racist term kind of, mm-hmm. um, they, they used it, um,
0: Oh, yeah, fucking Sonny.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, it, it was when Scotsmen were unpopular from uh, about the time of James the Sixth, also known as James the First, um, for for long after that. Um, it's this, this
0: weird like Star Wars you know movie one episode four thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yes, um, and oh my gosh, I, I found okay. So here, here we go, real quick. Okay. All right. So um, they would actually um, put like "Sawney" as as a general term for Scotsmen. English cartoons. Um, they they would feature Sonny to 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 poke fun or just be racist. Um, so that you had one called Sonny in the Bog House, Bog House, of course, being your, your shit house, your shit house, yeah. And uh, so it uh, shows uh, a Scotman, a Scotsman, um, using the communal bench toilet. I ended up googling that, uh, sticking his legs down each of the holes. So you have you know one hole over here for one guy to sit on and one hole over here for the other guy to sit on and he's just like looks at it and he's like oh well, clearly i must stand here and uh then you have uh this
0: humor ex- was different back then
1: yes i know but not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excrement just coming out of the kilt and and then going all over the bench and so i was really curious i was like communal toilets the fuck how did I not know this was a thing? So I actually Googled, and here's your, here's your old-timey, crummy, fun fact of the day that you can take into your life and, and use. Um, royalty, naturally, had their own bathrooms. So, um, actually, and Henry VIII uh, at Hampton Court, his bathroom was referred to as the Great House of Easement. <laughs> And my bathroom has a new name yes
0: <laughs> yes my
1: bathroom shall hereforth be called the great house of easement i was just like yeah that, i literally have written in my notes oh the things i google
0: oh my god that's in your history now
1: i know right yeah and communal your ads... toilets communal toilets i'm gonna get some weird ass
0: <laughs> communal Here, toilets here's the thing though is it that different today because i I went to Walmart the other night and took a piss beside a man.
1: Okay. Well, it's different for you. Mm-hmm. Generally, when I take a piss, I'm surrounded by, <laughs> by walls. You can see my feet, maybe. Um, oh, the bathrooms in Europe are so nice. Public bathrooms. Door, floor to ceiling. Oh, that's... It's like you're, you're in just a little room. It's, see, it's... honest
0: to God, I think public toilets are probably one of the most barbaric things we do in our society.
1: But necessary. So fucking necessary.
0: You're telling me that I couldn't have my own little room? Why couldn't I just? Oh, have that
1: way to have, to have it kind of like, like European has, style, like,
0: like have a long line of doors along the wall and like a little occupied, unoccupied. Just
1: basically have the door go all the way to the bottom and the top. Yes. yes. Okay. So European wise, I thought you were saying in general public toilets all over. I was like, no, you need those
0: no, things. no. I need I need public toilets, but why do I have to have a stall? Mm-hmm. Where I can hear the next guy
1: exactly yeah yeah no I, I agree. in my
0: own little room yes
1: the Europeans are much more civilized with how they do it although it generally does uh, it, it will cost you like you know twenty five cents and or here's 50 the thing. Cents.
0: if it was like my own little room and everybody had their own little room. Wouldn't that solve the whole ridiculous transgender bathroom thing?
1: Also, that, yeah. Nobody cares if you're in your own little room. Exactly. Nobody can't see anything. Nobody's, like, you can't have people going, oh, they're going to peep at children or something. You know, no there's, no, there's no issue. Nobody's peeping at anybody. And you don't have to do that thing where you're walking along and you're trying to see if the stall's occupied. So you, like, lean down and you're yeah. looking underneath the door. Oh, my God. We, yeah, public toilets are, are, are public bathrooms are just ridiculous in yeah. America. Okay, yeah. Okay,
0: good. I'm glad somebody with No, you're not alone. Me. You're yeah. not alone.
1: So the only flaw with this plan. Is the 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 flashing back to the uh, I can't spare a square episode of Seinfeld mm-hmm. uh, if if the toilet paper's out, and then you can't do the passing underneath because I've done the passing underneath of toilet See, paper I've, in public bathrooms with, with other ne- people.
0: I've never had a problem. I've
1: never. It's had not happened very frequently yeah. with me for me, but it has happened on occasion. I had well, and I, it wasn't me. It was the lady next to me, mm. and uh, and we both actually in the bathroom were like reminiscing about the Seinfeld episode. I was like, well, I wouldn't want, I want it to be like when Lane, <laughs> you know, it's like, I can definitely spare a square. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, anyhow, that was, that was a weird sidetrack, but I think it was necessary because I just need to share the weird knowledge I gained from my research for this podcast Absolutely. with the world. Um, but yeah, the, the the racist, going back to the, the idea of Sonny being the, the racist thing, um, this all came about during the during and after the, you know, the Sonny Bean story, during and after the Jacobite rebellions, which were against, you know, um, uh, I think against James the 1st I'm pretty sure. Um, and so it could have been just prop, prop, propaganda. There's disagreement of that. Um, there's, there's, there's various viewpoints, and we just, we really, we don't know, and we won't know. This is one of those things where... I don't. Barring an actual archaeological dig, which why haven't they done that already? It's been yeah. so many years. Um, maybe just people arguing. No, it should be a tourist site.
0: Maybe it floods so much. <laughs> <that> <laughs> this it cave would... should
1: be a museum.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Margaret. Maybe maybe it floods so much that it's it's contaminated.
1: Yeah, that's possible. Or really just difficult to do a dig when when you have everything flooding twice a day. Yeah, you know, like your, your, your work is all undone twice a fucking day yeah but that's I'd ridiculous Im- i'd
0: imagine even that you know but there's be gotta something. be yeah
1: i think it's just a, a matter of like we want to keep this a tourist thing which it is it's, it's a it tourist attraction is. um and uh and there's even we have a uh we have a ballad. Oh. We have uh, the ballad of Sonny Bean.
0: I could not find the music to go along with this, but I, I have an idea of how it might. You go. have an idea
1: because I had an idea too, but I'm going to let you because you're you're much more. You have a much okay. better singing voice, and also you're much oh. more musically inclined.
0: I, I'm a drummer. <laughs> you know that doesn't mean a damn thing. It means I can go.
1: You've already made up songs uh. multiple times on this podcast, Scott. Fair enough. We will not believe you.
0: So I kind of had it like, like almost like a shanty. Like they've hung them high in Edinburgh town and likewise their kin and the wind blows cold on their bones to hell they go again. That's kind of the way I thought it would probably, I had probably it very, roll. very
1: similar except uh, with a little bit more like of a minor key. Okay. Um, like they've hung them high in Edinburgh town. A little bit more minor,
0: like Anya Saint. (laughs) Yes, yes. Or a knockoff flow, and then the Ballad of Sonny Bean. (laughs) Yes. The cave was occupied by a resident. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There was a guy
0: as late as 1983. (laughs) One Snib Scott. Damn it, Snib.
1: Which is a great weird name. It is. I, I, I didn't expect to love that name, and then I thought Snib, and I was like, yes, I love that name.
0: So here we go. We got. Christy and <laughs> Snib. Well, Scott. Anyway. <laughs> but, you let me hear the limerick.
1: Okay, uh, all right. There was a man named Sonny Bean, who on people was really quite keen. In fact, he would eat every one he did meet from the Highlands to Old Gretna Green. Not quite, quite a limerick, but sort of, I don't know what it is. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a limerick. Okay. Definitely,
0: yeah. definitely a limerick. Wow. So, yeah,
1: I I, I was definitely, uh, thank you to the, co- the commenter on the, I think it was, uh, Highlands UK or something like that. uh historic-uk.com. Um uh, thank you to the commenter who gave us that cuz that was that was lovely. We do have a shout out to a new podbean follower. Thank you. Thank you for following us, DeRose Jen. We really appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying the show and um yeah, so uh what's up this weekend?
0: Uh I got a lot of work. They're they're hitting us with a lot of overtime at mm. work. But Beyond that, I've uh, I've been doing a lot of research at work, and I like that. So probably that's what I'll do tomorrow night at work, whenever the phone calls die down. I hope to God they don't search my uh, the history on my computer. <laughs> Cannibals! Incest! <laughs> and pot pie recipes. It's,
1: it's Johnstown. I he, doubt they'll be surprised. <laughs> I, that's
0: true. That's true. But if I'm going to get fired, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So how so yeah, about you? We're um we're finally finishing painting the deck. We did like the surface, like mm-hmm. the, the floorboards last year, but then we couldn't find the time in or the good decent stretch of weather to do the railings and the stairs and everything. And so we're finally like finishing it. We're just kind of pacing ourselves. We're gonna have some good weather this weekend, so we're probably gonna be out listening to some podcasts. Um and yeah, finishing painting the deck has really been satisfying. Like I have just the Mildest, and this is diagnosed. I'm not one of those people who's like, "Oh, I'm so organized. I'm OCD." No, the actual diagnosed OCD. Mm-hmm. Very mild case of it, though. Um, luckily, thank God. Um, but I didn't even fully realize until we started like really like finishing off the railings that I was like, "Oh God, it's such a." <laughs> like oh that feels so good like i'm the kind of person who i love power washing things <laughs> so i'm like oh it's like i practically have to light a cigarette afterwards i'm, so I'm like oh man gonna
0: get cool. a whole bunch of coke mm. and some cleaning supplies and just like christy loose in my house <laughs>
1: yeah. so actually i forgot we have um uh what are we calling this five minute crimey or something five
0: minute crime I mean, it's not
1: even five minutes but i i, I we'll, we'll end the episode with with this
0: okay um just to
1: to, to bring it out of the cannibalism a little bit, maybe, you know, like a palate cleanser. Are you saying... Definitely need a palate cleanser after cannibalism. Are
0: you saying not even one person gets eaten?
1: Not even one. We're slipping. I know, right? So uh, the year is 1924. The scene is New York City um, and the Broadway Central Hotel, which actually is... Uh, the site of many, many murders and suicides over a period of time. It's, this whole entire article, which is quite long, is all about the murders and suicides that happened there. So um, it is May 24th, and you have 30-year-old Samuel Brown. Um, he manages and partially owns a garage uh, near the... or No, just a garage. I don't know if it's near or not. Um, and so he left his house one night, said goodnight to the wife, I'm going to go and and pick up all the bills for the garage. Um, He did this a lot of nights. What he was really doing was going off to the Broadway Central Hotel to meet up with his lover, uh, 24 year old Ms. Dorothy Brown of of, uh, Canada. Brown and Brown, but no relation that I'm aware of. So possibly incest, Mm. but probably not because Brown's a pretty common name. Yeah, Yeah. Brown's
0: a pretty common name.
1: So they've been having an affair. Um, They go out, they come back to the hotel it's not long before the, the fourth floor, you know, other residents of the fourth floor hear a gunshot. So they tell the other tenants call the night clerk. He calls a police watchman. Watchman comes up. Officer Kate, is his name? He finds Samuel lying on the floor, bleeding all over shot. Dorothy's just chilling in the windowsill, smoking a cigarette, all cool. Like in a movie from the twenties or actually this feels more forties. feels noirish. Um, and he says, what happened? And she, she told Katewood that Samuel shot himself. And then Samuel, who's still alive, goes, that woman shot me. That's how it happened. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> 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 One more. So um, Dorothy's like, she she clams up. Um, and, and then the, the officer's like, no, I demand that you tell me what happened. She says, well, if I did, it was accidental. Um, she's taken into custody. Samuel's off to St. Vincent's Hospital, dies shortly thereafter. They call his wife to identify the body. And she said, he got just what he deserved. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then they ate him.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, we weren't supposed to have any cannibalism. You brought it back, Scott. It's never over. <laughs> it's never over. All right, so next week uh we are doing the hex hollow murders compliments of uh my dear friend jamie who suggested it after seeing a a talk on it so um i think sources are a little more scarce for this but there is a a documentary we can watch and everything so so yeah i'm looking forward to to checking that out and it's also kind of semi-local or you know like regional something like that so that'll be fun and a little divergence from like hopefully a divergence from things that make christy want to throw up
0: yeah My big thing I suggest for everyone, in a more modern vein of crimey, creepy stuff. Creepy, crimey. Yeah, creepy, crimey. Um, Check out, there's a new movie out, Missing 411, The Hunted. Which is about the incredibly strange missing person cases that happen in our national parks.
1: Oh yeah, and yeah.
0: It is. I, I've got. There's some creepy
1: shit you're... that goes on in the national parks. Oh I yeah. I should never ever read the No Sleep subreddit. <laughs> that's a mistake. <laughs>
0: well, that's that's all fiction, but that yeah, fiction I know. is I know, based but on the it's on
1: some the... of it. Some of it that's the stuff that rises to the top. Generally, very well
0: written. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, in fact there was a there was a no sleep that i had the pleasure of reading about a zombie who has a zombie wife and can't really remember his name but he knows the name of his zombie wife cuz he sees the tag and they live in an airplane and they made it into a movie it went all the way i saw oh. it from like two paragraphs evolve into a short story into a film that's
1: crazy i love it Absolutely bonkers. Yeah,
0: the, the first zombie romantic comedy. I think it was called Warm Bodies. <laughs> it's
1: about fucking time. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's all I
1: have to say about that.
0: So it was really neat we to have see been that of course. Asking
1: and asking.
0: No, it really wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's an old
0: movie, and there's a reason you've never heard of it.
1: Yeah. I actually feel like I have. I <laughs> um so yeah, um excited about the research for that. Oh yeah, me too. And yeah, so okay, um, Please, we would absolutely love it. We would thank you, and we will thank you on the air. Unless you, like, say in your review, don't thank me on the air. Um... If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, uh, leave us a review on Stitcher, um, you can you know, give us possible suggestions for future cases. I mean, we have a long list, but I'm uh, there seems to be no shortage of horror in the world, so I'm sure you can come up with some stuff that isn't there yet. And
0: we've limited ourselves to before the 1950s, and there's still no shortage.
1: Yeah, it's really ridiculous and kind of um, keeps me up at night, just a little bit. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, leave us those reviews. We really love it. It helps us out so, so, so much um and uh yeah and then also come and come and see us on facebook and twitter we'll have some extra media whenever there's cause for it um, don't forget and, the
0: reddit i would love to oh, see yeah, the, the subreddit, reddit blow yeah up. yeah I we really have the old timey
1: crimey subreddit you know reddit.com slash r slash old timey crimey you can find us there um so so yeah absolutely please subscribe to us put us in your reddit feed
0: oh i gotta thank i gotta thank bridget bain
1: oh yes bridget bain thank bridget you bain. for uh recommending us in a last podcast on the left thread about a a, a
0: month ago or so. So thank you very kindly. We do appreciate that. That's right. We're watching.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We see you. I may or may not have set up a Google alert this week.
0: (laughs) Put some pants on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On that note.
0: (laughs) Have a good week. Take care. For the love of God, don't eat each other. Yes.
1: (laughs) New tagline. (laughs) See you next week.